Welcome to a podcast by Kaylee, the gateway to unlocking your unlimited potential. I'm creating an army of six and seven figure makeup artists, and I want you to join me. In this podcast, I'm going to be crushing gatekeeping, opening the doors to the knowledge you need and deep diving into the topics that can push us to the next level. Be prepared for epic guests and answers to the questions you have always wanted to know. No more small business, no more just a makeup artist. The beauty industry is a $250 billion industry and you're in it. Let's get ready to open those gates. This is a podcast by Kaylee. Today, I want to welcome you to one of the most soulful, beautiful conversations that I have had on a podcast by Kaylee. Please welcome the incredible Thalia from BYM Artistry. I have been the biggest fan of Thalia's. She is actually one of my OG community members. Me and her connected when by Kaylee barely had a thousand followers and she has been on this ride with me ever since. When I first concepted this podcast, I knew she was going to be one of the first guests that I had to get on. Thalia is an incredible bridal makeup artist based in Miami and LA, specializing in incredible women of color. Honestly, I have never had to edit out so much laughing in a podcast in my entire life. We genuinely had such a whale of a time and to listen to this back made me smile from ear to ear. The reason that this is such a soulful conversation is you are not going to be walking away today with 1000 actionable steps. Instead, Thalia really runs her business from her soul. She is so heart led and mission led. And that really shows in this wonderful conversation that we have together. Thalia is one of the most respected makeup artists that I know, and it really does show in the respects that she gives her clients and how she connects with them. Seriously, if you go on her Instagram page, just go on her highlights, take a look at her client reactions. Her clients adore her and we get into the nitty gritty on why that is and how she leads and runs her business. This is really one of my favorite conversations so far. I know you're going to feel exactly how much fun we had together and how much we connected. Please welcome the incredible Thalia to a podcast by Kaylee. Have you done any podcasts before? I have not, believe it or not. Welcome, welcome. How are we feeling about it? You know what? I was laughing this morning as I was getting kind of prepared for you. I'm like, you know what? If I ever get asked to be on a podcast again, or if I have my own, your whole gist of like, don't worry, it's super casual. Don't don't freak out about it. I'm like, I need those vibes or else I'm not doing it because you set the tone. I'm so happy to do that because I've been on a couple of podcasts, you know, a year or so ago. And one was so like, overly professional. It felt like a job interview and I hated it and I listened to it and I was like, ah, like I can feel there's just no like vibes, no vibes. Yes. So it was just really important for me to just make this feel like we are literally in a coffee shop having a chat. That's all I want it to be. So there ain't no makeup on this face today. Yes. And listen, I was going to follow suit after that, but the only reason I did do a little something is because I'm going somewhere right after, but girl... N- naked face is, is my ministry. Okay. <laughs> so I get you, but you're beautiful. Thank Your skin you. is beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. We try, welcome. we try, we try. Just even following your content for the time that I have, I have a good idea of what you represent, which is, is very much 
not even just catering to the the community at, at, at large, but it's very personable, which I think I've, I've fallen in love with. You say you were glad that you found me, but I'm glad that I found you because you're so needed. You're so essential in, in, in when it comes to conversation in the community. So no, I'm, I'm ready for whatever you're going to throw at me, girl. Amazing. Well, I've, I'm just so happy and honored to have you. You know what, Kaylee? It's important that we kind of do our jobs in the community of of maintaining the conversation of being authentic. I think we're losing that a lot. There's so much beauty in the industry that I feel like we don't even get to showcase a fraction. We we only get to showcase a fraction of what really transpires even behind the scenes. But one of the reasons that I got into the business, I often joke around when I'm asked and I say, when, when I'm asked, how did you get into makeup? And me being a rebel child, <laughs> being raised in the Caribbean, where, you know, two Jamaican parents, a two, two, two Caribbean household where the conversation is often, you know, doctor, lawyer, you know, engineer, anything in the, in, in the realm of you're going to make six, seven, eight figures, right? That's the, that's the motive of the conversation when it comes to what do you want to do? And I had the grades, I had the GPA, you know, I was, I was definitely a scholar. However, there was something even as, as a child, I recognized that even though I don't know what this world consists of, what's going to be required of me as I grow, I just know that there's a burning desire to follow my heart, passion. Before I even understood the description of that word, I just knew that something in my gut was saying, if you don't love it, don't do it. You know what I mean? So when it came to picking a major in school, I I wasn't able to really keep focus because it's like I'm doing the work, but I don't feel anything. This can't be what life is, right? So I was always in the arts. I performed. I was a comedian before I took up makeup, believe it or not. What? We need to touch on that. We need to touch on this. <laughs> I did stand up comedy for a little bit. Yeah. And um, was making money from it, believe it or not. And but even even aside from that, I was just always in the arts, always impacting in the creative space. You know what I mean? I had a, a friend through a, a mutual friend that was working at Mac Cosmetics at the time. And this was what are we? in 2023. So this had to be nine years back. Right. And my eyebrows for the life of God, God did not bless me when he was handing out eyebrows. I I was not in line. (laughs) No, I don't know what happened. (laughs) I don't know, but they're not there, sis. They're not there. So I just being OCD, I have a thing about lines. I love everything structured. My home is structured. Everything is structured. So I said, I'm going to work with what God gave me. And I took my little crayon pencil and I would fill in my eyebrows to perfection. Okay. And like everywhere I went back then when, you know, beauty wasn't a big thing, people noticed the symmetry. It was always perfect. Right. And people would ask me to do their eyebrows. I'm like, you sure you want to, you sure you want to trust me with that? But I did it. And I loved it. So um, that mutual friend, she was like, hey, I know you don't have much experience in the field, but we need help, you know, at our location. And would you be willing to do a quick um, exam to become a freelancer? And I'm like, the Mac Cosmetics? I'm not good enough. I don't know what the heck I'm doing. (laughs) 
And so I get there and I was just myself. I was like, hey, listen, I'm going to be real with y'all. I would be totally honored to work under your brand and under the, you know, just under your your guide and everything. But I don't know what I'm doing. But I love people. I know how to make people laugh. I know how to make people comfortable. Let's do this thing. Right. (laughs) And I got in there and I nailed it. And before you knew it, it was three years in and I had gained a an array of clients that when I really looked like from then to now, it's like there was no blueprint. You know what I mean? It was really and truly just staying true to myself, being kind, you know, leaving the floor open for people to share the truest, most promising one that you will ever have is word of mouth. Right. And so I stuck to that. And here I am nine years later, seven years in my business full time. I have not, I don't even know how to fill out a resume anymore. (laughs) Same. same. I wouldn't know what to do. You know what I mean? So it's like, I'm, I'm just here sticking to the, if, if there is a blueprint, the only I have is of course you have your, your business side of it, the structure, the number one catalyst in all of this is remaining true to who you are. I have been the biggest fan of you since we connected on Instagram. So I've always wondered where you started and I'm a fellow Mac girl. I was there literally like (gasps) nine or eight years ago. I was. High virtual high fives. Do you feel like on a level, do we feel like a bit sad for Mac nowadays? Girl. Oh my God. Yes. Like I think there will always be the goat when it comes to the foundation of things. Right. Um, but, but people ask me all the time, they will like, you know, they're watching you as you work on them and they're trying to assess what are the brands that you really subscribe to. Right. And they'll say, how do you feel about Mac? And I'm like, listen, like I will never not give credit and homage to, you know, the brand that literally raised me. Right. But I do feel like as we evolve as the industry, the beauty industry evolves, Mac has to find some kind of way to grow with the industry and be willing to change and alter some things. Um, Not necessarily formulas, but more so the way that they market, who they're marketing to, you know what I mean? But they are, I still find them to be an incredible brand and who knows, maybe they'll, they'll give us another 50 years. I'm here for the Mac resurgence and I'm praying for it. So I would love to actually go back to when you were growing up, you were kind of pushed or not, maybe not pushed is the right word, but encouraged to go down a path that I was also very encouraged to go down. How did you from such a young age stay so true to that belief that, you know, you were talking about, you always knew that that was for you? You know what? I think it's, it's a combination of everyone's belief system is very different. I don't think as I even go on, continue on this journey, I will ever dismiss my uh, relationship with God. My mother instilled that in me from a very young age where I, I left that open flow of communication with God to, you know, just God show me what am I, what am I supposed to do? Also asking for discernment, uh, being able to observe your surroundings. And if there's anything that I can say even to now that I, that I keep as a practice is observing your surroundings. I say observing surroundings in the sense of seeing what people need, right? We can't all be white collared professionals, right? We have some, there's some space that's reserved for us in this world. We are important. 
you can't start a business without a graphic designer giving you a vision of what you want your brand to represent later down the road, right? I've always made an observation that even, you know, money, money doesn't make you happy. I've, I have successful people in my family that, that have those jobs that we were pushed into and they're not happy. You know, for me, it was always laser focus on the money will come later. I will figure that out later. But as long as Thalia needs to be happy, it's, it's going to be, I don't care what havoc it raises amongst my family. They'll figure it out later. Thalia needs to be happy by making sure that I am true to myself and, and staying within the passion that will drive me to impact people, which will lead me to make money. The second I shift my mindset, serving first and then selling second, it all switched, yes. it all reversed engineered for me. And that is yes. now one of my biggest like things that I will always preach about is if you just switch the mindset, go with your gut, go with your, your drive, go with your passion, go with your mission, serve all of those things, serve your soul and then sell. And then the money will come. Yes. Come on. That's a word. Come on, spirit finger. That you got to write that down. You got to write that down. Cause, cause that's a, that's a Kaylee quote that we got to live by. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to note down this timestamp for that. No, for real. <laughs> Yeah, for real, because somebody's gonna hear that and be like, "Oh, let me put that in my book, girl." You know, you taking you you stealing Kaylee's home. <laughs> would you mind them for the listeners that aren't familiar with you and your work? Would you mind telling them what you do now, what your business looks like now, nine years later from Mac? Yes, yes, sure. So I have on this journey found myself specializing particularly in bridal and the bridal space. So I do do special event that will always be there. However, I definitely cater to more of the wedding industry and focus now on curating uh, just a magical experience for my brides that make them feel like I say the narrative is in our hands where you're never going to be able to walk away saying it's just makeup. No such thing, girl. (laughs) Not here. You know what I mean? It's a magical day for you. And oftentimes, you know, I've even seen it on some of your posts that I've reposted where um, glam is, is so underrated and so sometimes unappreciated because we set the tone for what that bride's moment's going to be like when she walks down the aisle. You know what I mean? So it's up to me when it comes to bridal to make sure that my brides not only look amazing, but they also feel appreciated. They feel special and they understand that this one day in their life, you know, they deserve it. Right. I'm I'm very big on making sure that I am of service, less of me and more of my client so that the experience is unforgettable. And, you know, it's it's just something that they never imagined that makeup could make them feel like, you know. So you travel everywhere, don't you? Like I see you in the Caribbean. I see you in Florida. I see you in LA. So I actually, I was in LA for, I know it's like, girl, where do you live? (laughs) Do you have a home? (laughs) No, I pretty much live out of my suitcase, but uh, I am based in Florida. I am in South Florida. So I am in the Miami, Fort Lauderdale region. Started out in Palm Beach, which is, which is where I started even at Mac. LA was a moment in my career. I still go back very often, probably about two times every month or every other month, depending on what gigs are already booked. But LA happened not on a whim. I did plan um, a year in advance or probably six months in advance, but LA was a 
an adrenaline decision for me, to be honest with you. Uh, like I said, I, I did have some structures in place because you have to have a plan, especially going to a place like Hollywood, which is where I lived in the center of Hollywood. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, not the outskirts. I have to make that clear, like clear to people, not Inglewood, not Crenshaw, not no in Hollywood, right? You know, it's a super expensive place, probably the most expensive place in the nation. I did that for me. I definitely did that for me because being in a business like this, where, you know, you, you have, you have some, you know, I've listened to quite a few of the podcasts with other, uh, some of the incredible other artists and, and beauticians that you've talked to, but you know, a lot of people have like teams they've scaled, which is incredible. That is not easy to do. But when you kind of find yourself traveling very often, it's very hard to, to have a home based team where, you know, cause a lot of time you're not there. I'm not here. I felt like I needed to make that move for the purpose of not feeling stagnant. I try to find a very careful way to say I was raised in Turks and Caicos Islands, FYI. Mom and dad are Jamaican, but raised in Turks and Caicos for 17 years. Coming from a super small town where everyone knows everyone, you often feel small, right? And then I come to Florida years later and I'm like, oh my God, this is the same thing. It's literally like, can I escape you people? <laughs> but really, really, when you have put yourself out there, I now have, it's been a while that I've discovered this, but you know, sometimes you think of yourself to be not a nobody, but you know, if you're, if you're a humble person, which I, I would like to say that I am, um, it wasn't until a couple of years back that I'm like, girl, you a little local celebrity. Everybody knows you. I can't go to the gas station and pump my little $10 of gas when I somebody, oh, you're BYM artistry. Hey girl. <laughs> so I had to, I had to say to myself, all right, this is incredible. You're doing something right. People are watching you. People look up to you. But then I had a moment two years ago. I'm like, but who do I go to when I need to be inspired? Right. When I'm looking to spread my wings and do something out of the box, that, you know, like I said, I, I love the bridal industry, but I've started to yearn for more. I'm like, all right, let's see what TV and film got for me. Let's see what maybe I would be a, a personal artist to some super, you know, I'm not crazy about celebrities. I, I always say my clients are my celebrities. My everyday girls are my celebrities because of the, the, so much of your service is appreciated and you literally change lives with these people. Right. And that's what I'm on. I'm always going to be on changing lives. Yeah. I was like, I need to get out of this box that I feel like Florida has me in and see what else I can do, stretch my artistic abilities and all of that. So Went to LA, no friends, no family. I didn't know, I didn't know a dog. I didn't know a human. I didn't know anybody over there. Okay. That's scary. You're talking about from one end of the nation to the other, you know, being a risk taker, being an adrenaline junkie. I said, you know what? There's nothing that's going to test my growth like this move. The connections that I've made is to say the least, I urge anyone that's interested in maybe that not that extreme, but do it. We're young. You know, that's subjective too. what's young, 30 years old, 20 years old, 40 years old. I don't care what it is, whatever young looks like to you, girl, get your butt up. Stop 
worrying about what people have to say. Those people are often the ones that are projecting their fear onto you. And it's not until you go and you do that thing that you've been dreaming about that they're like, wow, how'd you do it? Well, sis, you first got to start with confronting (laughs) the fact that, you know, this is in your heart to do and and no one's going to be able to see what lies on the other end of that dream, but you. So I did it and I did it afraid. I did it scared. I did it not having all the answers, but I came out on the other end, accomplishing so much more than I could have dreamed of, you know, working with the CEO of Disney, you know, that was a word of mouth opportunity. I'm like, who I'm going to work on who? Working, working with, you know, some of these incredible people that I didn't even, I had to do like, you know, like a, a background of like, cause I don't really watch TV that much. Don't tell anybody. I was working on people that it wasn't until like the night before I'd had to do like a quick um, run through of like, okay, who are these people? What do they do? Their accolades. I'm like, holy poop. I'm working with who, <laughs> you know? And then I'm like, girl, your, your little makeup brush did all of this from then to now? You know what I mean? You know, I'm kind of always telling people, listen, man, sometimes it's not always about the business plan or like, you know, like, yes, you want to have your five-year goal, your 10-year goal, but none of that matters if you don't know how to tap into your gut and tap into your heart and, and let that be the driving force in your why before you start worrying about scaling and big money and all that stuff. Cause when that big money come your way, there's going to be some tests that only your passion and that tapping into your gut is going to help you steer and stay focused and not, not lose your ability to stay on track. You know what I mean? Heck of a story you just told. I like, I was like, ah, like chills all over my body. I mean, first of all, I really do want to applaud the bravery that it takes to go across the country, Florida and LA. I can imagine they are two very different places, very different clients, very different people and vibes. It's a really tough thing to move to a place and not know a soul. So I really want to applaud that bravery and just let you take a moment to look at what you have accomplished doing that. It's incredible. Thank you, girl. I appreciate you. Thank you. How was LA? How did you find LA? How was that experience for you? And obviously you mentioned you're in Florida right now. Do you still go back to LA a lot? Do we still love LA? How did that journey end if it did end? Um, yeah, so I definitely still go back very often because I still have some projects that I'm contracted to that I have to fulfill. But, you know, I've made some some really cool connections and friends even. So even though I may not have a home there per se anymore, physically, um, you know, some family things happened and I made the choice to come back, you know, during that, that year that I was there, some of the very special bonds that I've made with a few people, I think are lifelong friendships, incredible people, you know, so that's, that's, that's a plant, the seed that I planted unintentionally, but that I'm super grateful for. I think, I think going back to what I was saying, why I went, I believe that the growth that, that came from the personal growth, let me be specific personal growth. I started to lack that being here in Florida and realized that there was something that I had to do. I didn't know what at the time, but I knew that your environment is so crucial to your personal growth, right? And you become a creature of habit. 
So going to LA really opened my mind up even more. People have different reasons for traveling, right? You want to travel the world. You hear people say that all the time. But when you ask them why, it's often about the aesthetics, right? Uh, you just want to see the beach. You want to, you know, but for me, it's culture. It's, it's seeing how other people think I can come to, to, to the UK and you guys have a different way of living. That makes me, it's also humbling because I often say a wise man knows that he knows nothing at all. If I am a, a person that believes that girl, you can't tell me nothing. I done been there, done that, lived that. That's ignorant. You know what I mean? So, so stepping outside of, of the realm that I'm used to and that has become who I am and what people know me to be, that can also be a danger zone if you're not careful. So it's just like, why not, why not allow yourself to, if you're able, if you are blessed, you know, and in a position to be able to go wherever, do that. I'm a totally different woman than I was last year. And I realized I would have never, I would have been so stunted when I tell you I'll go there dating. I've been single for six years and that's the people hear it. And they're like, what? Like, is there something you're not telling me why you're beautiful? You're successful. And it's just like, I got wrapped up in work. I was working so much. You realize if you're not careful and you don't create balance in your life, you end up sick. I was in the hospital because my my body couldn't handle it. I'm aging myself just from overworking, turning down dates because my weekends are always swamped. That's why I say the money at some point, the money, if you're not careful about your balance, the money will take over your life that you are miserable. And though you have found your path and like, like I said in the beginning, tapped into your passion, you're living within your purpose. But if you don't establish that balance, now you're falling right and trickling right back into the set of people that got into a business because of money, right? And they didn't create balance. And now you're miserable. Girl, the world is hard enough. I cannot, I cannot. I'm not. If it's up to me, I need to be happy. I need my mental health. Girl, let's talk about mental health for a split second. You look around you and you see how many people's mental are being compromised. You can't afford that. You you can't do that to yourself. This podcast is brought to you by The Level Up Club, my monthly membership for makeup artists. Imagine a place created with done-for-you monthly resources and coaching, literally everything you need to create and scale a profitable, thriving makeup business. Well, it exists, and it's called The Level Up Club. I am so proud of this membership. I literally poured my heart and soul into it. Inside, you will find monthly Canva templates, monthly stock images, social media calendars, email templates, workflows, pro program lists, agency lists, monthly coaching and conversations with the people who can help smash gatekeeping. I'm talking agency owners, PRs, top makeup artists and experts. They're all inside. And not only that, but monthly in-person events. We have already held portfolio days, headshot days, branding days, and so much more is coming. The club is taking the mystery out of making money. Your makeup business doesn't have to be make-believe and I'm showing you how. And guess what? It's only £30 a month. In London, that's literally two hot chocolates. I'm not even kidding. So come and join us, the only membership I promise you'll ever need. Now, back to the pod. I'm 
literally sat here quite mesmerized, by the way. Like everything you're saying, I'm like, you're blowing my mind. Like, I'm just oh. so grateful to have you on this podcast because like I'm learning so much listening to you. I mean, girl, if you ever want to make a podcast, your first listener is right here. <laughs> have you ever thought about uh, it? You might be my first guest while you're over there talking about listener. We going to bump you up to guest. <laughs> you would be blessing my podcast by being on Oh my so. gosh. Have you thought about making one? I have. I have. But I mean, you know what? I haven't turned it down. I haven't. I, I, I think, I don't know if you can relate. Do you relate to, even before you started, that imposter syndrome, you know, Am I going to be good enough? Uh, you know, I, I, I struggle with that sometimes as do all of, all of us, but, um, I tend to be a little bit of a perfectionist sometimes. And that has costed me in, in the business. You know, you just got to do it. You did it. You, you had your moment, I'm sure of, of doubting or like question, but you just had to say, Hey, listen, I'm going to just see what comes of it and look at you now. I mean, there's one piece of advice that my mentor told me that I've really, really tried to stick by. And that piece of advice, which made this podcast was you need to be in the mindset that it will categorically not fail. If you can just almost trick yourself, if you can just believe this thing that I'm about to launch it cannot fail. It is impossible for it to yes. fail. You'll bring a different energy. So I just came into this with almost like a tiny dab of arrogance and it was, it can't <laughs> fail. It cannot fail. So I'm just going to show up and, and do what will make it not fail. So, and truly I'm just like mesmerized by your words that I just think it can't fail. If you ever want to do it, it can't fail. You know what? I received that. And and I'm so happy for you. I'm so proud of you. It doesn't take knowing someone personally to say that. Um, like I said, uh, observation, whether it be for a while or just a moment, we're watching. We're watching you. Your consistency, your, your ability to be so thorough, yet break it down in layman's that even the the, the person that knows nothing about the industry can, can relate or even just understand from their angle. You're doing it, man. You're doing it. So God bless. And I, I know it's going to just, it's going to supersede. I pray that God continues to supersede and blow your mind with everything that you touch. It's going to happen. <laughs> I feel of like, course. Ah, I just feel like I want to come through the screen and give you a hug. <laughs> Listen, we're going to pretend. We're going to pretend. Can you feel it? <laughs> oh my gosh. I get I'm, just, hugs. I'm literally just obsessed with you. But thank you so much. Thank you so, so much for those words. It means the world to me when I admire you so much. But I want to come back to you. This podcast is about you. And I'd like to get down a little bit to like business because we've kind of touched. I mean, there's so many things I want to touch on. We might need to do that part too. I want to touch on like what you said about imposter. I want to touch on what you said about mental health. There's so many things that I think that we could touch on. One of the big reasons that I wanted to get you on the podcast today was I see your stories. I see your clients and I see the comments on your posts and the biggest thing that I see with you is how much you show the F up for your clients. I don't know, maybe one or two other artists that are in your level of the level of service that you give them is just next level. It's a level of service I wish 
I was able to give to my own clients and you do it so naturally. And it really, really shows because the testimonials you receive, the, the, the pictures you get tagged in, the kind words that you get told, the comments, your clients are obsessed with you. They adore you and your work. And the, the number one thing, that, the number one word that I think of when it comes to you, your work and your clients and the relationship is respect. I think they really respect your artistry. Would you agree? I would have to agree. Yes. My my heart is like, you have no idea how just what you said makes me emotional, but I won't, I won't uh, interrupt. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, I mean, I just, that's why I wanted to get you on because I really, I wanted to tell you that, but I also wanted to know wh- why, why is your service so different to 99.9% of artists out there? And how can we as a collective reach your mother effing level? How can we get to where you are? <laughs> Oh my God. Um, To be honest with you, I think that, you know, going back to the passion and everything like that, that's one part of it. But I have learned in my latter years that when I have an encounter with a client, right, from the very beginning, if this is this is what exposes why you why you're doing what you're doing, right? I have a indescribable passion for listening to people hearing and feeling what you're going through. And I say all the time that this is not just a business, it's a ministry, right? There's so many things that I could be doing more and better. But if there's one thing that I feel like I've never been able to need help with is listening to my clients. We are, especially as women, women are, women are incredible. We go through so much that you know, the other species would never be able to understand. So I always operate and, and approach every client. And I cry sometimes because I'm like, it's therapy. I've realized that this is literal therapy. And oftentimes I'm going to take it a step there and, and, and tell on myself. And I'm sure other artists that are listening will be able to agree that I found it to be an escape. Maybe that's good. Maybe it's not bad. Maybe it's bad. I don't know. But I mask my pain by healing my clients. So it's not until I come home and I'm, and I'm by myself. I'm like, you have so much to unpack within yourself because you're so busy serving your clients and listening and just being there. You will be so surprised. I've had women that could be my mother sit in my chair and cry because they're like, I came here for makeup, but I'm leaving with a whole word, girl, a sermon. And I, we're, th- we're there crying with each other, brush in hand, and she, she's holding my hand. And I'm just like, I'm so sorry. This wasn't planned, but you have to allow, (laughs) like, I didn't plan for you to be crying mid, mid setting your under eye, but it's okay. Right. You have to have that compassion, that spirit of just being receptive to a person being vulnerable. It's so much deeper than we often realize we're putting makeup on someone in their most vulnerable state. You are coming to me naked as a, as a baby, this social media and like everything that we're scrolling through and we're seeing perfectionism everywhere. Right. And then they come to you and they sit in their chair and it's just like a moment of, okay, here I am. Here goes nothing. You're about to have an hour with me and I may or may not share some stuff that no one knows, but I'm hoping and trusting that the energy that you allow right? That, that you allow me to be in right now will be 
open and accepting of me, no matter who I am, what, what race I am, what age I am, wrinkles, tight skin. I don't care. I just want you to feel so comfortable. Hence the name of my business. My, my business's name is beautifully made, but it's spelled be you. So be yourself. Right. And again, I don't know what else to tell someone when I say this business is through and through from my heart. And I think that's why it translates that way, because the motive always remains. I want my client to be comfortable, vulnerable, safe. And that's where the end result of you get that that magic mirror, as people call it, and they see themselves and you see the cries. It's it's almost always a cry. And I've been doing that since Mac days. I don't, I wasn't doing it for an animated reaction. It was a mistake. I gave my client the, the, you know, the little black mirror and I'm like, oh, look. And I was getting ready to take a picture and it was on video instead of photo. And I pressed record and I was like, oh shoot, it's on video. When I look back at the video, I was like, oh my God, this is a tearjerker. She literally cried like with all these people walking around the mall shopping. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to keep doing this. Nine years later, I have I have not ever let a client get up unless they're uncomfortable. I always ask if they're OK with being photographed or, or recorded. But I I just press record. Whatever reaction you see me post is the authentic. There is no second video. And if there has to be a second video because they weren't ready, I'm not posting it because it loses the authenticity of why I did it. Girl, you're going to have to stop me because I will talk you to death. (laughs) I really am mesmerized. I mean, if we get really real right now, really real, when I look at my own, when I show up for my clients, I don't think very rarely in the last 10 years have I actually bared my soul. I don't think I have. Maybe once or twice, maybe when I was going through stuff and it just kind of crept out and I was like, oh, better reel that back in. But it really sounds like you bear your soul and it is welcomed with open arms and you both feel safe and you both feel loved. Is that correct? Absolutely. You you're, you have a way with words. You're really good with your words because sometimes I feel like I struggle to put in, in words um, just because it's deep, right? And oftentimes the things that are deep, it's it's impossible to put those things into words of how how um, impactful it can be, right? I'm so glad you touched that because we battle with professionalism. That is so true. Of course, there is a way that you have to go about doing and saying things and presenting yourself. That's something that I think it's it's a lost art sometimes when I look around because yes, you want to be yourself, but understand that doesn't mean that you know, you, you lose the structure of your business. You, you don't, uh, enforce policies and, you know, it's, it's just, again, that balance. And it, it comes with trial and error because I have over the years, when I look back, I had to understand also that even though I'm creating a safe space for my client to feel like they have a friend in me, everything that we touch stays in that chair, in that room, right? It goes, you're safe to know that whatever you tell me stays between us, but your business, it's very, it's very likely that if you don't establish boundaries at the same time, 
right? The respect can always be there. We can have this moment of friendship, sisterhood, but understand that I'm also running a business, right? So those policies that I have in place are there for a reason to maintain structure so that when you continue coming to me and as I grow, it's a two-way street. So I always say policies are for, for you as much as it is for me, right? to maintain that all parties are protected. So have your contracts, have your policies, have your terms and conditions. When you have mastered the balance of remaining true to yourself, yes, giving your client the opportunity to to feel safe, you respect as well as they respect you. It oftentimes, I guarantee you, it won't be anything that you have to overthink when it comes to policies being respected. I don't struggle with that at all. If a bride books for a year in advance from today and she manages to change her date, and I'm not talking about COVID times, just generally speaking, I have had probably, I would say like nine brides that don't even ask me a question. They're like, Hey, we were all over the place with dates and, and organization. I have another date. I know you are high in demand. Just send me another invoice to book my 50% for a new day. And they don't ask a question, girl. When I tell you, they just say, send the invoice, send the new contract. And that comes from the respect that that has been established, the boundaries, the consistency with you, you can't start off strong. And then before you know it, you got your client sitting in your chair, like, you know, on the phone and like, it, 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 there just still has to be structure along the perimeter of everything in business, right? So one thing, a question that I actually had was revolving around this because you do put your heart and your soul into your clients. You you get really, really deep with your clients, but you are also a very well-respected makeup artist by your industry peers and by your clients. So how, if, if you could give a listener any advice, how do you kind of do both? Enforce those boundaries. How do you enforce those policies, but also still in the chair are authentic to yourself in that moment. Is there a way that you do both? Is there a tip? I would definitely say I don't always have, you know, some people, and this is also something that I was nervous when I was coming on, to be honest, very transparent with you. Sometimes I worry about, do I have the right words? Do I have, you know, some people can say things and it sounds so Oprah-like or like, Michelle Obama. I only know how to just, I I can only tell you like the real of like how I did it or, you know, and sometimes it's more simple than we, we analyze it to be. We, sometimes we overcomplicate things. Right. And it's just as simple as if, if so much of the world were to go back to the very root of just being yourself, the catalyst in this is remembering that you cannot be for everybody. Right. Every, if you are going into this thinking about you know, of course you, you want to be open to every kind of person, but in your authenticity, your consistency in your authenticity, you will weed out the kind of clients that will be for you. Does that make sense? So my tribe, my, I don't call them my followers, right? I will say the word followers just for, so people understand, but it's a, it's a community. I say my, my family, I'll, I'll wake up and put a, make a post and be like, good morning, fam, because y'all my people, like you don't have to sit here and, you know, keep me on your feed. That's a choice. So I, I always make sure that I am giving praise and credit to my, my following, my, my supporters that they understand that there is no me without you. You look at anyone, when you find people jumping from job to job, it's a high turnover rate for a business. 
oftentimes the reason is not being appreciated. People have to feel appreciated. If you do not stress and make it known and declare your appreciation and gratitude for someone, they're going to go, they're going to be gone. Right. Because it's just like, I'm here, I'm giving you my likes, my comments, my shares, and I don't, I don't feel seen. So even though I don't follow all 36,000 of my followers, I have consistently 2014 to now, I have made them understand that there is no me without you. So if there, if I could say a tip, you touched on it earlier, before anyone buys what you're selling, they're going to buy you. My students, I will tell them, even if you're not a camera person, find a way to consistently show up right behind your brand in a way that people can say, ah, I know Kaylee's post when I see it. Even if I don't see her face, the consistency of you using a certain lingo, that's you, right? You're going to have somebody else that, that comes on your page and they're like, ah, I don't like the fact that she says ain't girl. Well, you ain't funny. And that's okay. Respectfully, we we're not we we're not a fit and that's okay but those people that love love who you are they love that you you tell about you know your drink that you showed me a picture of this morning they're going to be like oh Kaylee and me got the same drink girl like i i don't know what that drink is but i want it now because you know why because you're drinking it and i like Kaylee so whatever Kaylee likes girl, I want to know where you buy that from. Like, where can I get a case of those? Because you're drinking it. So you must love it. You get what I'm saying? So it's like just showing up as yourself. I use my, the reason that you were able to say that you can see that I show up for my clients is because of the story that I tell along with every post, right? This is how you get your clients to feel like celebrities. They know that you're listening by the caption that you post. So I'm going to go in my caption and be like, just, you know, th- this session was super amazing. I love what I, uh, I love the glam that I created for Kaylee. Just, just talking with her one-on-one, I realized so much of her personality is like mine. And it made me think that instead of doing a super winged out liner, I wanted to do a softer smoked out liner because it represents more of her personality. You know what I mean? So people read that and they're like, oh my God, this sounds like a super dope session. Like that girl is lucky. She got to like, you know, you know what I'm saying? I love what you said about stripping it back and being a bit more simple, getting to the root of it, which is just being yourself. I feel like, yeah, I can overcomplicate things a lot of the time. I think there must be like a 10 step program to this end goal, but sometimes it's just being yourself, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Promise you. When you ask me my equation, get in six figures now. I feel bad when I tell people like they're of course like again, I'm not saying don't have your QuickBooks in place, don't have your your accountant, you know, like all of that is important. But I think if I'm thinking about how I can uh benefit your podcast, you you have a lot of the girlies that talk about literally like that's 10 step process of like this is what you do. You have Canva, you have if I may bring something of value to you and your listeners, it's not talked about enough. I want to remain in the space of authenticity, girl. There is something that I have that you you will never have and vice versa. I can never be you and I don't want to be. You know, whatever your niche is, you find that not saying you can't expand, but at the core of your core, you just always remember that this is what got me here. So it must be working. Someone is watching. 
right? That they see you walking in your light enough to say that they want to stay and they want to spread the word about you. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. (laughs) Does that make sense? I want to give you a lot of credit right now because it must be hard to listen to podcasts where people give a 10 step, right? And you mentioned it was something that you were a little bit like about coming on this podcast, but I want to say this has been an hour and one minute of gold and gems and just a different way of looking at business that I think a lot of people are going to resonate with because not everybody is business minded. Some people are more soul minded and soul driven and heart driven. And I think this podcast is for them to understand that it is okay to be that way. It is okay to lead with your heart and not necessarily the 10 step process. The 10 step process is great. We can always lean on the 10 step, but sometimes you got to follow your heart. Absolutely. You look at, um, if I could just interject real quick and say, um, I don't know if you know, Tabitha Brown. Uh, yes. Yes. I love that lady so much because if you look at over time, like, you know how she was discovered for one. And if you listen to her story of how she started, she, her, her story is very similar to mine where it's, it's just like, you don't really know how to tell people step one, step two, step three, you know, it's really just, this lady is just who she is. She talked about code switching and how she was so worried, especially in Hollywood. If you don't fit the, the, the image of like being this, you know, well-spoken, well-articulated, look here, I'm going to come from Jamaica, Jamaica, I'm going to come from, if you're not like that, I don't know if I tell you. Because that's who, that's, that's what makes me who I am. You get what I'm saying? And look at her now. She can't stop winning. This lady cannot, it's mind blowing for her. She has to oftentimes, she's crying half the time, you know, on her post because it's just like, she has this thing where she says, Oh God, I thank you. <laughs> you know, she's a Southern belle. You know, she's, she's just who she is and people love it. People are trying to figure out how to do what she do. And they're not realizing that she found her, her tribe and it's working for her because she stayed true to who she is. Honestly, like I stayed, I stayed true to who I was. I followed my heart. Those are the people that have a long-term success. I'm not looking for new money. I'm looking for a long money, right? You know what I'm saying? If, If you get what I'm saying, like generational money, right? Where not only in addition to that money, I'm maintaining my mental health. I'm maintaining my peace, my happiness. Impacting is still at the forefront of my mission. You can't tell me I'm going to fail. I can't. Love it. Thank you. (laughs) Do you have 10 more minutes for a game or do you have to go? I love games. It's a, it's a cool game. I think everybody enjoys this game. It's called Smashing the Gate. And you know that my mission is to smash down those gates of gatekeeping that surround business and makeup and stop women from achieving kind of their full potential. So I've got five or six questions here. They're kind of quick fire questions, but you can elaborate if you want to, because that's the whole point okay. of anti-gatekeeping. Is <laughs> We want to elaborate sometimes. Are you ready? Let's do it. Question number one. What is one product in your makeup kit that you could not be an artist without? It's a hard Mm. one. That's a hard one. Um, I'm going to say my skin prep, um, skin prep is super important. So moisturizing my Caudalie, I hope I'm saying that right. Caudalie beauty elixir. 
Oh, it's glorious, isn't it? I love that stuff. Before before I touch a face, I'm spraying that because that that's the foundation that you're setting for the makeup, right? So I, I live by that stuff. Oh, I love it. Anything else? I would say I'm trying I'm trying to look around too, because you know you have a million products. It's like, how do how do you how do you condense that down to one thing? Mm, I would say my Mac, see, Mac still goaded. My Mac, uh, in extreme dimension, waterproof lash. I love this one because I know they can't see it, but I'm going to show you if you've never tried it, the little teeth on the, the, uh, I think a lot of mascaras are great. Their formula is great and all that, but the teeth are the trick, right? Because if you have someone with itty bitty lashes, my mom's during weddings that maybe they don't want to put a lash strip on or they, they just don't like the idea of a lash being on their eye. I tell them, don't worry, mama, I got you. We gonna, we gonna pick up every one of them single lashes that you got there because the teeth are so fine that they, they're able to pick up and, and kind of curl and, and emphasize every single lash that you may possibly have. So I love this thing. Oh my gosh. It's so funny. I can smell that product through the screen. That's bringing back some <laughs> memories. It's got like a distinct Mac smell, hasn't it? No, I got to sniff it. Hold on. And this is my personal one. So, oh my God, I've never sniffed it. It's a Mac smell. I do. I am literally like reliving counter right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like turquatic <laughs> all over again. Oh my God. You're bringing me nostalgia. Oh God. I love it. <laughs> do you have a tip for somebody who is lacking a bit in bookings and they're looking to potentially get a booking in the diary in the next couple of weeks, what would you tell them? Go back to basics. If you don't have business cards, get business cards. Start. There's no, there's no truer, how should I say? There's no way to get best results than to um, showing up, right? So let's say like, even if you have an interview, there's a difference with when you like, just give your resume versus when you show up and they see you in person, they see that smile, they see your charisma. If I ever feel like I'm lacking sometimes, it's a slower time. I go out and I hand out my cards. I go to businesses and I like walk up to people, hey, not sure if you're much of a makeup person, but I'm a professional makeup artist. If you ever need your makeup done, check out my Instagram, check out my profile, go back to the basics. I promise you, you give them no choice but to be interested. Oh wait, I've got a siren, hang on. I hear it, I'm like, Lord, I hope they're okay. Okay, <laughs> one piece of advice you would tell your younger self. I would say, don't second guess yourself. That's very powerful. There's a lot of a lot of moments that I think about where I allowed people's um, decisions for me to sway me. I think I would have been much further ahead if I allowed myself to trust my gut. And just the conversation I'm having with you now, I think I knew that even as a child, but I was still sitting in the doubts of others, and I allowed that to play into my life. So yeah, don't second guess yourself. You 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 know yourself more than anyone does. So whatever you feel, you run after that. I love that. What is one mistake you see newer artists make and how would you recommend they rectify that? Let go of the filtering your work too much. Uh, I hope I don't step on some toes with this one. Dang it. I mean, I will say this. Think about it. There's no magazine that you see. There's no article released or, you know, there, there's nothing that's going to be published that isn't somewhat photoshopped. Right. But with you being the direct source of the work that you're putting out, 
I always say there's nothing wrong with it. I clean up my work sometimes. I, I, I don't want to get on here and mislead people to think that I don't, you know, you can tell. I feel like it's obvious, right? But what I do is I make sure that I incorporate a video of some sort, if not in the next post, but even in the same slide, get really good close-up shots that even if you wanted to filter, a person that doesn't know much about that can tell that that's not possible. The skin looks that smoothed out, right? So, you know, if I even do, because uh, I did photography for, for a bit, I had a photography studio as well. And, you know, so I naturally would want to clean up my photos, but just make sure that you are from different angles, showcasing whatever glam that you're showing Make sure you show it from every angle, make a video, put a video in there. And yeah, don't be afraid to put out, you want to put out quality, but don't be afraid to put out as many sessions that that you have photographed, put it all out because that one person scrolling down your page, that one post that you're holding onto could be the difference between you getting that booking or not. People forget that. Okay. Last question for you. What is next for you? Is there anything that you are working on? Is there anything that you're manifesting that you wouldn't mind sharing with us today? Yeah, I wouldn't mind sharing. It's, uh, I do believe in, maybe it's superstitious, but I feel like sometimes when you say things prematurely, you could uh, jinx yourself. <laughs> but, but let's just say that in fewer words, let's just say we're working towards passive in, more passive income. I love that for you. So yes. And, and, and still, you know, from what we've learned from, from talking this whole time, that passive income is still going to be soul tied in the sense of I'm not going to lose, you know, incorporating of making sure people are impacted in the process. I cannot wait. I'm also, if I can manifest something for you, I'm manifesting a podcast now. (laughs) (laughs) I knew you were going to say that. I said, watch her say that you are going to do a podcast very soon. Girl, at this point, I'm I'm not turning it down. And I feel like your tongue has has power to it. So I'm not even going to fight you on that. (laughs) I'm really, really manifesting that for you. And I'm manifesting to be the first guest. (laughs) I only hope that my voice sounds as soothing as yours. I feel like that's a big part of it too. You kind of got to have the voice and your voice is so welcoming. And just, I feel like you can't say anything wrong. If, If you say the dumbest thing possible. It will sound like roses in a a bed of flowers. I don't know. (laughs) Thank you. There was an episode where I was speaking to Hair by Hunter, Hair by Hunty, and he was talking about having two business phones. And I blurted out that over here in the UK, if you have two phones, it means you're a drug dealer. So... (laughs) And I still think about that. I still think about why did I say that? So I I definitely can go wrong. Oh God, listen, hey, I guess a lot of us are drug dealers out here. Listen, I'm the plug. Wait, so what, what are you talking on right now? Is this a phone too? This is my, um, my, my computer. I was about to say, you literally the cartel. (laughs) I'm dying. I'm dying. I'm definitely keeping this fit in. Oh my goodness. I have smiled the whole way through this podcast. I just, 
honestly, I mean, I come to Florida this time next year. So I hope maybe we can meet when I come to Florida. And I also go oh, to LA in March. Yeah. So, you know, oh my gosh. I really hope that we can meet then because I just feel so like we would be oh, just such good friends. I just have loved speaking to you. And I just have so, so much gratitude for you coming on today. Thank you for your time. And just where can everybody find you? Sure, sure. Thank you so much. Um, you can find me on Instagram at BYM Artistry. It's not by Artistry. It's BYM Artistry. <laughs> <laughs> so just notating that there. But um, yes, that's that's my main platform. Amazing. I mean, everybody, please, please, please go follow her. She not only does the most beautiful artistry, but I'm here for your stories every day. And thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you, Kaylee. I so much enjoyed this. You are wonderful. Keep doing what you're doing. You are definitely touching lives and I can't wait to listen to more podcasts. You have been listening to a podcast by Kaylee. Thank you so much for tuning in today and being on this mission with me to self-improvement and taking steps towards financial empowerment. If you liked what you heard today, be sure to follow me on the gram at Podcast, where I post pretty much daily. I would also love to hear your thoughts, feedback and energy. So please do leave me a review on iTunes, Spotify or wherever you are listening today. In the meantime, I want you to go forward, believe in yourselves and be the change you want to see. Bye guys. 